you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It is Thursday, February 23rd, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest. A man who has climbed to the highest point on the NFL landscape, he has stood at the summit of our Everest, and what he found there was a Lombardi trophy, a place in history, and one ring to rule them all. You heard right. He was a champion on the field, and he's a champion of future generations off of it. He's a champion of players who inspire passion in others, a champion of the Bills, and a champion of the truth. He's Michael Robinson, the real Mike Robb. Thanks for joining us today, bud. Awesome, man. Awesome to be a part of this. Let's go. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Laby. And on today's episode, we will borrow some content from the TA broadcast, including an interview with Chiefs safety, Justin Reed. We'll also get a pre-combine wide receiver scouting report from none other than Steve Smith Sr., the Ice Up Sun kid. But first, let's put 16 minutes on the clock for Michael Robinson. Four topics to get to, four minutes per topic, roughly. Don't hold me to it. Topic number one, Eric Bieniemy, he of the glittering resume. The five straight AFC championship games, three Super Bowl runs, and two Super Bowl wins. He was introduced today as the new offensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders by Washington Commanders. Mike Eric said that he is not thinking about a head coaching gig. He went on to say that he had to move on from Kansas City because, quote, comfort is the enemy of progress. Kind of like that. He also went on to suggest, however, that he wasn't as intimately involved in Chiefs play design as we might have thought. Not sure I like that one. Michael, where did your mind go when the Eric Bieniemy hire was announced? And when you heard what he had to say today. 
Well, first and foremost, when I first heard Eric Bieniemy was um, had got gotten the Washington Commanders offense coordinator job, the first thing that came to my mind was this is what this guy has to do to get away to get a head coaching job one day. He has to be able to go to a team, show, uh, you know, have his own shop, so to speak, from an offensive standpoint and show that from a creativity standpoint and from a play designing and play calling standpoint, he can be that guy, just like Andy Reid has been. Uh, for so long in the National Football League. So I thought I did think it was necessary for him to get out uh, from under Andy Reid, but I, I don't necessarily believe him when he said uh, he's not thinking about the head coaching um, position because, I mean, literally, if you weren't thinking about the head coaching, coaching position, why not stay the offensive coordinator for probably the best football player in all of football right now, Patrick Mahomes? Why not stay the offensive coordinator with one of the you know, best head coaches and play callers of all time in Andy Reid, if, if he wasn't concerned about head coaching. So I, I do think he was being very, um, you know, PR uh, in that particular answer. But I hope Eric Bieniemy does well. I mean, I really do. I, you know, I didn't know until today how uninvolved he was in the actual play uh, design and actual play calling. Yes, I did know that he's the voice that Patrick Mahomes would hear you know, in his ear, uh, but I hope he's successful. And I, I love the fact that I'm hearing guys like Travis Kelsey, I'm hearing Patrick Mahomes come to Eric um, Bienemy's defense and just talk about how much of an impact he's had on their lives. Because, you know, I, I've been thinking about this ever since um, I saw his press conference a little bit earlier today. And my my feelings have been all over the place because, you know, I, I think I didn't I didn't think he had to go this route. You know what I'm saying? And um, to hear, you know, his, the fact that he didn't call plays and things like that, but to understand when you hear from Patrick Mahomes how much he affected him from a man standpoint and just being a great human being and leading human beings and being a great teacher, I think that's the biggest endorsement that Eric Bieniemy could have gotten out of anybody, any coach, any anybody. Patrick Mahomes was basically saying, I wouldn't be the man I am today without Eric Bieniemy. So I hope it, do I hope it goes well. Um, a second, a third thing, and I know I'm long-winded, but I got a lot to say about this, Drew. Um, he said, and I quote, there is a way in which I know how to do it. And when I hear that quote, I hope that he also has the ability to, to adjust because I can make an argument that Andy Reid didn't start winning championships until he started to be able to adjust a little bit more from on game day and be able to adjust the different game plans, i.e. Super Bowl 54. You know, you got Patrick Mahomes, the big arm. You got, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill going downfield. You got Travis Kelsey, yet Damian Williams, the running back, going for over 100 yards is, to me, what got them over the hump. You look at this past Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57. It was getting to that physical style in the second half with, Isaiah Pacheco averaging over 5.1 yards a carry. To me, that's what the adjustment that Andy Reid had to do to guarantee his team got the bag or the trophy, the Lombardi, so to speak. So I just hope Eric learned that part from Andy. I, I'm, you know, football is football. He said it in his press conference. He's, you know, he's, he's going to you know, put the guys in the best uh, position to succeed. But you don't have Patrick Mahomes. You, yeah. you got Sam Howell. Yes, you do. Um, and you don't have the best arm talent in the national, you know, one of the best top arm talents in the National Football League. And when you have a guy like that, that can make your job easy. So, again, I'm pulling for Eric Bieniemy, but I do know it's an uphill battle.
Michael, I think my follow-up is kind of a two-part question. Part number one is why did he feel the need to take another coordinator position instead of gunning straight for a head coaching position? And two, how hot is the seat now under the you-know-what of Ron Rivera? Because there is a very highly thought of candidate for a head coaching job that has just joined his staff, one Eric Bieniemy. Well, I'll answer your second question first. Um, that, that's another thing that scares me about this hire because I've been on teams. I've been on a team with Mike Singletary as the head coach and Mike Martz was on that staff and you know uh, other coaches were on that staff who had had head coaching um, experience or people knew wanted to be a head coach. And I remember talking to Coach Singletary and he's just like, like I never knew whether guys truly was there and making decisions to help me keep my job. You know what I mean? So that 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 can put the head coach in a in an interesting position. And what if this offense just goes bananas and, and it ends up being the top offense in the National Football League? And they really just made that one change. You know what I mean? I, I can see Ron Rivera kind of looking over his shoulder and, and, and seeing kind of what's going on with Eric Bieniemy. Um, and to your first part of the question is about like, why did he have why did he feel he had to leave um, Kansas City and, and make this move? To me, it's, the, it's that big shadow of Andy Reid, and I don't mean that physically. I mean, really, I mean, everything that Andy Reid has done in this league and how great he is as a play caller, um, sometimes you got to get yourself away from those guys so that you can show the rest of the football world that you're capable. Now, um, I do believe the fact that, you know, um, from a visual standpoint, he's just a ball coach. He's not going to sit there and wow you and being a three, you know, in a super Italian suit and all of those things or whatever. His style of communicating may be a little different sometimes. You heard guys like Shady McCoy go on national television and talk about just how um, they go on national TV and talk about how, you know, um, Eric Bieniemy really wasn't that great of an offensive mind and things like that. You know what I'm saying? I look at that as a great yeah. coach holding superstars accountable. And again, if he can continue to hold the superstars accountable and put them in the best position to be the best version of themselves, I think they'll elevate their play and, and play hard for him. But again, it's one of those things. Um, you're a play caller. You're in the shadow of a, of a really, really Hall of Fame uh, head coach. Um, sometimes you got to leave to go do your own thing. Well, the fact is, you said that he has the potential and the ability to bring out the best in superstars. All Washington commanders need now, superstars. After his press conference, Biennemi made time for NFL Network, talking earlier today to our friends at NFL Now. Very first question, Eric, was why Washington? You said, why not? Explain to people what you meant. Well, here's what I meant. Obviously, there's a ton of talent on this team. And obviously, we all go to the combine. We evaluate the same players. So there's a number of skill set players here that have done an outstanding job since they've been in the league here. All right. So the thing is, and then you look at the defensive side of the ball. There's some players on that other side of the ball, and they've done an outstanding job. So why not come to Washington and work here? On top of that, I say it again, just like I said in my press conference. Coach Ron Rivera is an outstanding leader. He's a man of integrity, and he does an outstanding job of leading men. And so, you know, for me, this is a great opportunity to come and work for a head coach who's obviously on the defensive side of the ball, 
but also, too, has a nucleus of people that can help put it together and keep building it the right way. You said comfort is the enemy of progress. So you wanted to leave Kansas City, wanted to try something new. What about this job, if anything, makes you uncomfortable so that you can't have progress? Well, it's, it's growth. It's the opportunity to grow. You can't be afraid of leaving a situation where you've had a great deal of experience and a great deal of, 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 of success. You can't be afraid of leaving that. Okay. And do not get me wrong. You know, we've had, we've done a lot of things where we've worked our tails off to put us in that position. But now it's time for me to expand my circles, you know, welcome in a new family and build it and get these guys to buy into what I'm selling but also to have a taste of that success that they can have if we do it the right way. What do you say to the people who are not mad at you for taking the job at all? Happy that you found something you like, but they are mad for you. People that look at the process and say they are mad that Eric Bieniemy thought, you know what, this is right for me. Well, here's the thing. I'll just say this. First and foremost, I greatly appreciate all the support. But also, too, my job is to make sure that I'm where my feet are. And so I can't worry about the things I cannot control. Obviously, I still got to do a better job of, of putting myself out there. And when I'm sitting in that room, obviously, I got to be accountable to myself and make sure that I can make it happen. But I'm not that I'm not going to allow those distractions to uh, to impact what we have moving forward. So, like I said, I'll eliminate all that stuff. My job is to make sure that I'm concentrating on what's important now. And the only thing that's important to me now, Andrew, is just making sure I'm maximizing today, which is gonna help us till tomorrow. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, 
Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Next topic, illumination. As a person of great interest, shed his cloak of self-imposed darkness and stepped into the light. That player, of course, Aaron Rodgers. Michael Robinson, the Packers need to make a decision on Jordan Love, Toot Sweet. I don't know what Toot Sweet means. And as much time as Aaron Rodgers spends in the spotlight and in front of a microphone, you would expect a higher degree of clarity on his situation. We don't have that clarity. We await that clarity. Rodgers promised us that clarity ex post facto. Well, ex post darko, as it were. But here we are once again, left to resort to guesswork, as we so often do with number 12. So, Michael, what is your best guess as to what happens next in Green Bay? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really tired of talking about this. Um, every I should like think every you are. Season. So it's good that we went six minutes on topic one. <laughs> we'll go two minutes on topic two. No, it's all good. And I get it. Um, I get, you know, going into a dark place to get your thoughts together. Trust me, I do it every morning when I meditate. Um, I get it. I understand all of that. And Rodgers is playing for the Green Bay Packers if he decides to play this year. Um, there's a financially it says that um, he signed a, a contract, a, re, a redone contract at the beginning of last year. You look at the Green Bay Packers and their brash. You have to assume that they talked and thought about after next after last year you know what i'm saying the fact that he would be here um yes, sir. i think he's yes, gonna sir. play with the packers i think they're gonna also pick up jordan love's um fifth year option and i think this will be aaron Rodgers last year with the green bay packers i really do think that and 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 i think it's gonna be a shame if he does not win a super bowl this year a guy with that much arm talent a guy that we all talked about how bad of a man he is and all of these things right to only come away from the green bay packers with one super bowl is criminal it is criminal. Again, he has the same amount of Super Bowls as I do. And then there's uh, one thing we have great access working here at uh, NFL Network. And we were doing Super Bowl Live and I got a chance to talk to Aaron Jones, uh, Green Bay Packers running back. And this was off camera and he didn't care whether I shared this with everybody. I said, Aaron, bro, what's up, man? Like, is love ready? Like, what's up? He said, Mike Rob. He looked me dead and he looked dead in the camera. He's ready. And so I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta go by the words of the guys that are on his team, on Jordan Love's team, and the guys that see him at practice every day. We interrupt this podcast for a man who emerged from the at times hopeless hinterlands of Houston, landed in Kansas City, and earned himself a Super Bowl win for it as a key member of this remarkable Kansas City Chiefs team. Who, Michael, you may agree with me, against the Eagles were by many accounts outplayed but they were neither outwitted nor outlasted. Yes, thank you, Survivor and Jeff Probst for that construct. His name is Justin Reed. He is the free safety of the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Mike Yam, the Mike, 
is yours. You guys got to celebrate, obviously, on the football field as soon as it was over, as well as the parade. It comes on your birthday as well. Take me through that entire experience. Man, uh, I tell you what, it's going to be hard to top a birthday where the parade ends up falling on the same day as your birthday. Um, the whole experience that whole week was awesome. Uh, first time going to the Super Bowl. Uh, the week of preparation was in Arizona. Had a great time there. The Super Bowl parade was awesome. A little bit chilly. You see we got the coats in there. Um, but it really brought us together. Unforgettable memories. The crowd was amazing. Um, guys had a, you know, a couple of drinks in hands. We're all having a good time. Um, and then after that, I got to go celebrate the birthday afterwards. Um, so it was really a good experience. Like I said, it's going to be hard to beat that one. Um, it's going to be memories for a lifetime with those guys. Yeah, when a Super Bowl parade is the appetizer to a birthday celebration, you know you're in store for a tremendous <laughs> night. Um, I, I want to actually run something back, although I guess the message is you running it back. This is what you had to say after the Super Bowl. We found it on your Instagram account. Let's relive that. Right. Let's go Chiefs Kingdom and a team so young too, the team so young. We're going to be able to keep building off this and keep going. Talk about a dynasty. Yeah, yeah, you already know, man. Talk about a dynasty. We're going to be running this back to back to back. I put it on record early in the season. When I was on NFL Network, I put it on record. We're going to do what we always do. Okay, I like it. And I'll take the shot out on yeah. NFL Network. So you tell me you got another you opportunity. I'm extremely excited, man. You can tell I was excited about the win at that moment in time. But let's, you know, let's take it back. I remember I came on the show. It was Good Morning Football, actually. You know, there were some questions at the time on who the Chiefs were going to be, how competitive the division was going to be. And I remember having a little mic drop moment talking about, you know, we're going to do what we always do. We got a Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of Fame coach. Um, we got a group of guys that are really bought into the system, work hard, train hard, um, and are hungry to be good. Um, so, you know, we're going to put up points. We're going to play good defense. And we're going to win some games. And, you know, who would have thought that despite everything that was said about us early on in the season, that we still ended up finishing on top. So it was definitely a surreal moment and special feeling for everybody involved. All right. We'll give you an opportunity again to go on Good Morning Football before the season. You can make the same claims. And then <laughs> we could do this dance again on Total Access where you're talking about another Super Bowl and another championship. You mentioned, though, some of those young guys. And I think a lot of people in the media and, and hell, some of our analysts here on this show were critical and said, hey, if there's something that can be exposed in the Super Bowl, it might be a younger secondary. What does it say to you that it's a whole lot of rookies? Now, you're kind of an OG. It's your fifth year in the league. But it's a lot of rookies who were able to step up on the game's biggest stage. Yeah, huge. And, you know, part of the reason that I was brought into the program um, was I knew I was walking into a young room and was to help those guys build their confidence and get up to speed and be ready to play NFL and play all football. Um, it's really easy, though, when you have guys that are so bought into the league, so bought into being great, um, take good advice, take the coaching, and then are able to go out there and execute it. So it's a young room. Um, that's really exciting for us that the guys were able to have this this early in their career. Um, part of me, you know, makes me wonder, like, do the guys even realize how big of a moment and how difficult this is to actually do? Um, but they're going to be able to keep building on it. Um, like I said, special moment for them. And it really exciting for our future in this secondary to be able to build on the experience of that and have these guys keep on um, getting better and better. Look, man, nothing but continued success. I can't wait to get you back on the show this time next year. And we're talking about another, another, another Super Bowl that you guys will run up. Congrats again, man. Hey, and look, we're going to drop the mic again on it. We're going to do it again. We'll run it back. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Your host here, Andrew Levy, with the analyst extraordinaire. You can hear my son cooing in the background. Oh, the lovely sound of a 10-month-old. Hi, baby.
Uh, can I get back to this? Thank you, sweet boy. I am here with the analyst extraordinaire, the Super Bowl champion, the co-host of the NFL Explained podcast, which if you haven't listened to, you have to. His name is Michael Robinson. And the next topic for the real Mike Rob is number one, as in the number one pick in this year's draft. That belongs, of course, to the Chicago Bears and number one, as in the number one on the jersey of one Justin Fields. Mike Rob, here's my question. What should happen with this first pick in Chicago? And does what should happen line up with what you think will happen? <laughs> um, great questions. Again, as always, Drew, like, look, man, Justin Fields, to me, showed enough in his rookie year that there's no way you should move on from this kid, especially playing in Chicago. Uh, he's a big, strong arm kid. I don't believe he's a runner of the football with passing ability. I believe he's a thrower of the football with great movement ability. And I say all that, and the guy rushed over a thousand yards last year. But I think Luke Getzey and the offensive staff of the Chicago Bears, they did that out of necessity. If anybody watches Total Access that's listening to us right now, I've said it all throughout the season. That offense is unsustainable running Justin Fields that much and obviously he ended up getting hurt they need to fix they have so many issues across um the chicago bears they got to pick the off they got to fix the offensive line they got to get some weapons on the outside they got they got to get a pass rush they got to do some things um at the linebacker level on defense because they let roquan smith walk out of the door so if i'm if i'm ryan pose right now and i'm looking at just if i'm just looking at our draft and 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 things that we can get we got the number one overall pick there's no way i'm trading there's no way I'm letting Justin Fields leave. I don't like – he's better – to me, he's better than all the quarterbacks he, uh, in this year's draft, especially – and we already have a year of tape on him. So I'd start there. Um, and then I think about, honestly, trading down a little bit to get more assets. You need assets. This is a team that just needs players. Needs more, need, They need more good players because, again – I do believe that the NFC North is, you know, is going to be very, very um, competitive this year. It's not just Green Bay's to take anymore. So, again, just <laughs> looking at the Chicago Bears, there's no way I let Justin Fields out that door. But I will say this, Drew, looking at both sides of the fence, I will just tap in with uh, with uh, Baltimore and just kind of see what they thinking about Lamar. Because at the end of the day, if yes, they're sir. willing to – Trade some defensive assets, some pass rushers or something like that. They're willing to give up some stuff. Yes, I have to actually think about it because I can get a quarterback with the number one pick. Michael, I think we can agree that if you look at this year's draft class, it is not quarterback heavy in terms of top tier talent. That is no disrespect to CJ Stroud, to Bryce Young, to Will Levis, or to Anthony Richardson, the four quarterbacks expected to go in the first round. No, if you look at the names of the top talent in this draft, they belong to defenders. You say that's where the Bears need the help. That's where the Bears should look with the number one pick and keep one Justin Fields. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. And finally, topic number four, a game of jersey swap in the NFC South. An NFL division that, if it was a business, would probably have a help needed sign out front. And for anyone who dared to fill out an application, the very first question would be, have you done any quarterbacking in your previous employment? Mike, Rob, this is a two-parter for me. Part one is the context. And I ask you specifically because you tend to offer angles of perspective that most of us simply don't see on the NFL chessboard. So here's my kind of contextual question to get us started in this game of Jersey swap. Do we overstate the importance of the quarterback position in the NFL? Is it exalted above all other positions unfairly, or is it every bit as difficult and important a job as I think it is? (laughs) Damn, you got the questions today, Drew, that you wanted today, man. Like, that's a real that's a real good question because um I do believe it's the hardest position in all the sports. I do believe the quarterback position is the hardest position. You have the ball in your hands every single play. You have to read a defense, you have to kind of be the offensive coordinator, you got to kind of be the head coach, guys got to kind of respect you. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different things yeah. there so I I, I will yeah. say, yeah, you you got to have a guy. You, you got to have at least a competent guy to function your offense in your team. If you don't have a competent guy, you can't win in this league. Well, listen, I really appreciate your thoughts on that. Thank you for kind of setting the table. That's perfect. And the reason I ask is that I really do worry sometimes that we are incredibly myopic, very tunnel visioned when it comes to this game, because we focus all of our attention and all of our criticism and most of the money and most of the credit to the quarterback position. 
but you played this position. So you know how difficult it is. And listener, I would encourage all of you who get the chance to go to NFL games to consider sitting behind one of the end zones. The reason I say that is that I've had the very good fortune of being able to go to a few games in my career. Not that many, actually. You would think working at the NFL, I'd go to more games. I don't, but I've been to a handful. And my most illuminating experience was when I sat with my brother behind the end zone of a Tennessee Titans game when they played the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this is back in the Steve McNair days. And I remember watching behind the field of play, Michael, and two things dawned on me. One, that the field itself was much more narrow than I ever realized. It created such a smaller lane, a tighter space than I ever imagined. On TV and from the 40 or the 50 or up in the mezzanine, it looks like a giant space. And it's large, but it's narrow. And it makes the job, part two of my illumination was, it made the job of quarterback seem even more impossible. It didn't seem improbable. It seemed damn near impossible. 22 guys of that size and that speed and that ability and a quarterback having to make split second decisions, you really get a sense behind, watching behind from the quarterback's POV, just how difficult a gig it is having to throw with touch and timing, having to anticipate in ways that seem very unlikely to us mere mortals. So Michael, thank you for setting that up. Part two of the question, let's get to the Jersey swap. Now keep in mind, Michael, that the free agent quarterback pool out there at this time includes names like Derek Carr and Taylor Heineke and Cooper Rush, Baker Mayfield, Jimmy G, Teddy B, several others, of course. And of course, in our scenario, Mike Rob, if you want to make a trade, make a trade. So let's go team by team, starting with the defending divisional champ from that NFC South who won the division, don't forget, with an eight and nine record, but also with a goat under center. Here's the depth chart currently in Tampa for the Bucks, Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask. Michael, what is the Bucks' future? Do they keep their quarterback room as it is right now, or is a jersey swap in their future? I don't know if they swap jerseys. I do think, um, you know, the the verdict is still out on Kyle Trask. Um, so I would keep the room the way it is, but I would probably bring in a guy like a Taylor Heineke. You look at the Bucs situation, um, they're not in a great cap situation. They need a quarterback that's going to be pretty cheap. And then when you look at how Taylor Heineke played with the commanders and you talk to the to, you talk to the pass catchers, he's going to give your guys a chance to catch the football. And, and when you talk to receivers, that's all they want is a chance. You got Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin uh, with some other guys down there. I think somebody like a Taylor Heineke, even Cooper Rush, to me, to go along with that uh, quarterback room, I think they'll be fine. So translation, Michael Robinson is plucking talent from the NFC East, the backup rooms in the NFC East, as it were, Cooper Rush and Taylor Heineke, two options he believes would be perfect for Tampa Bay. Michael, that pains me to hear you throw out the name Taylor Heineke. I really want him to stay in Washington, but man, I would be so thrilled for him to have an opportunity to really kind of assume a starting role and keep a starting role somewhere. Tampa Bay, the perfect location for him. He, for me, is the perfect example of of how many disparate skill sets you see 
at the quarterback position in the NFL because he does not have the the cannon, the bazooka, Michael, that we always hear you reference when you talk about guys like Josh Allen. What he does have is grit for days, a dogged determination to kind of pick up that yard, to make that play, to never give up. He's undersized. He's he's understrengthed, if you will, at, with his arm, but he throws with timing and he throws with touch. And man, he's a kid that is so, so easy to root for. So Tampa, if you're lucky enough to get Taylor Heineke, treat him well, please. Next up, the Carolina Panthers, who finished second in that NFC South at 7-10. and 10, Their quarterback room, Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker, Matt Corral. Do you keep it as is? Do you switch it up? What's the story in Carolina, Michael Robinson? I definitely try to figure out a way to keep P.J. Walker just in the fold. I, I just like him as a, one of the backup quarterbacks, and I think he can do a great job scouts. I mean, there's levels to what backup quarterbacks mean to a team. Um, but just looking at this young roster, they need a leader. Um, they need a guy who it seems like every time he stepped on the field, he's been he's he's won football games. And that's Jimmy Garoppolo. And, yeah, you know, he does have a little bit of an injury history, I think, over the last you know, a few years, you know, he's missed like 31 games or something like that. Um, but if they can keep this guy healthy, if they can get some assets on the offensive line to go with Icky Iquanu and uh, to go along with this defense that's led by Brian Burns, Derek Brown, and uh, Jeremy Chin, I, they can put together a nice roster. And it seems like they're hiring every single coach that's available out there. So they're going to have a staff. I just, I just hope that Frank Wright isn't standing on the table banging the desk for Carson Wentz. I think a Carson Wentz in that environment, a young, impressionable team could, 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 could be more damaged than good. What do the Panthers do at the quarterback position this offseason? Acquire Jimmy G, that's what, and keep P.J. Walker, who for me had the play of the season. Go check out that D.J. Moore touchdown again. Jimmy G with P.J. Walker in reserve. Let's move on to the Saints, who finished third in that NFC South, also at 7-10. and 10. Their quarterback room looks like this, Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. But there is a name on the lips of Michael Robinson, who, in his estimation, should be and potentially will be the new quarterback in New Orleans. Who is it? Michael Robinson. Uh, to me, I don't know how Derek Carr got out of that building. Um, you have a relationship with Dennis Allen. Uh, Pete Carl Michael has been uh, been kind of a carryover to keep the offense kind of in place for, for for guys like Alvin Kamara, who's been on that offense. I just don't know how you let Derek Carr walk out of the building. And I get Derek may maybe a contract thing. Maybe it's some things that he wants in his contract. But Derek Carr isn't sorry. Like he isn't a slap in this league. You know what I mean? I can't sit here and say he's super elite up there with the Patrick Mahomes or whatever. But you can win in this league uh, with a Derek Carr. and um, I think if you <laughs> that defense that Dennis Allen, you know, employs out there with uh, with the Saints, I think they can complement each other well. And finally, we finish with the cellar dweller in that NFC South, which is a little unfair to even tag them with that label. They also finished seven and ten like the Saints and the Panthers. Their quarterback room reads Desmond Ritter, Marcus Mariota and Logan Woodside, the kid from Toledo. Do you keep it? Do you change it? What's the future for the Falcons? Michael Robinson. I'm going to say both, Drew, here. Like, I'm going to say, I, I think, you know, um, I think the quarterback, the young quarterback that they have, um, Desmond Ritter, I think he ends up getting the starter. I still think, again, the verdict is still out on them. You know, um, they don't know what they have in them. 6'4", 215 pounds. But I just go back to being a four-year starter at Cincy. 
and having over 10,000 career yards passing. This isn't in 87 touchdowns, right? This kid played a lot of football. He just didn't get a chance to play a lot last year. Injuries, other quarterbacks, whatever the case may be. I think maybe they bring in a veteran like a Jacoby Brissett, just kind of the backup to kind of, you know, be that elder statesman in the room to teach guys how to be professionals and prepare. But I think Desmond Ritter, and I think we've heard um, from the owner as well on our own network that uh, Desmond Ritter deserves a shot. Michael, you talk about Desmond Ritter, and I remember when he came out in his draft class, he always struck us as the adult in the room. He was the guy who, as you said, was a four-year starter, had a lot of maturity for his age. I think he was an expectant father at that point, and that may have had something to do with it. But if you look at his trajectory in the NFL, even with a small sample size, his four starts, look at his quarterback rating. In his first start, 59.3. His second start, 85.2. His third start, 90.1. His fourth start, a win over the Bucks, 108. Point two. This kid is heading in the right direction, and Michael Robinson believes that the franchise will head in the right direction if they keep him exactly where he is. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast, and I am here to remind you that the NFL Combine, presented by Noble, is coming up fast. Coverage starts with the D-linemen and linebackers on March 2nd, then the DBs, then the quarterbacks and pass catchers, and then the O-line and running backs Close it out on the 5th. That's the 2nd through the 5th, the 2023 NFL Combine, all next week on NFL Network and NFL Plus. Now, let's start the process of getting ready by turning the spotlight on to one of the top five wide receiver prospects who will be on that field in Indianapolis. Getting us ready for that is a man who knows a thing or two about the subject of pass catching, Steve Smith Sr. Now, today he is locked in on the number two ranked wide receiver on Bucky Brooks's top five list. That is Boston College prospect Zay Flowers. Steve Smith Sr., the mic is yours. He's caught my eye because he's kind of like me. He's a jitterbug. He can move around, do all the great things, 5'10", 172 pounds. That's after Thanksgiving. That's after every feasting holiday He's that heavy. But what I really love about Zay Flowers is he makes the quarterback right. When he's making the quarterback right, it's unbelievable. He has that rare ability and speed and change in any direction at the blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. 49 first down, 23 explosive plays. But you can see he can do all these little things. He's a movable weapon, which means he's a mismatch problem. And, Mike, Rob, you're going to love this one because that man has the ability (laughs) – he makes – you can't even touch him when he's in a phone booth. Bruh, That's how fast he is. You it opening is, me up. I didn't even know about this yes, guy, bro. He can play football. He doesn't have the, the natural height, but you know what he has? He got what those big guys can't do. He has that jitterbug. He can't – you can't put a – you cannot put a price tag on athleticism. And the best part, he's not a finished product. So if you get him in the right system with some <clears throat> good coaching, understand how he can play and use his ability even more that lets him blossom and man I'm telling you with the right coaching staff and the right offense this young man at 510 can play big boy ball like us little guys have always played I want to thank today's very special guest, Michael Robinson, and invite you to come back tomorrow for yet another episode of NFL Total Access, the podcast. As we get closer to the beginning of the Combine, we will get you more and more ready for the NFL Scouting Combine. 
with names at every position that you may not be thinking of, but that you need to be thinking of. It's a viewer's guide to the Combine tomorrow. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.